0: Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory.
1: Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome to an episode concurrent of The Awakened Man and Confessions of an Obese Child. I hope you're doing well today. Today I want to talk about actress Lena Dunham. Now Lena Dunham is probably a name that you might not be familiar with, but you might be familiar with her HBO show Girls, which was relatively big about 10 years ago. And is essentially a ripoff of Sex and the City. It was detailing her and her three friends as they navigate through the New York City scene as girls in their 20s. Whereas Sex and the City was more about girls in their 30s. That was Sarah Jessica Parker and so forth. So these are girls in their 20s. And I want to do an episode on Lena Dunham because I was reading an article recently. She went out in public. And look, this show's been off air probably at least five years, if not more. And she has been out in public wearing these like really god-awful outfits. And she's pretty overweight. And she's more overweight than when she was on the show. See, when Lena, Lena Dunham created the show Girls... And when she was on the show, she was overweight, I'd say at least 20 pounds overweight. And this was the show that got Adam Driver his fame. So it must be at least 15, I'd say about 10 years, 10 to 15 years when this show came on, because Adam Driver has been around, you know, he did Force Awakens in 2015. So I mean, he, this is probably in the early 2000 teens. And she did a lot of shock factor because she was definitely a body positive movement person. And so in girls, she would have a lot of sex scenes and, and, and walk around naked and so forth and be proud of her, her overweight body. And since the show has been off air, she's gained a lot more weight. Now she is morbidly overweight. And I was reading an article about her and she talked about sobriety, how she's been sober for five years and so then I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Here we go. And what, what, And this was the whole point of this episode is look. It is not uncommon to have a disordered relationship with food. And normally a disordered relationship with food comes from childhood trauma. You look at a dog, you look at a three-year-old kid, it's like, ooh, hungry. Then they eat and then ooh, they stop eating when they're no longer hungry, not till they're full to the gills. And that is a normal relationship with food. Now, overweight people, even though we don't want to admit it, overweight people eat to excess. And so something has thrown off the thermostat to make them do that instead of eating like a dog or eating like a, a pet or eating like the three-year-old. And I would say it's almost always childhood trauma. Either neglect, abuse, physical, sexual something happened that threw off the thermostat and so they go elsewhere to numb the pain to soothe the pain or to get nurturance because they weren't getting it from their parents so overweight people who are honest with themselves would would admit that they have some sort of disordered relationship with food you're still going to have people be like oh no you know it was uh, a a glandular problem problem more often than not it's not you just eat more calories than your body is burning, and therefore you get overweight. So it's not surprising that Lena Dunham was overweight, and she embraced the body positive movement. And so she was like, "Look at me, I'm overweight. Look at me, overweight people have sex, which they do. Overweight people have sex. I'm gonna put on air." Da, da, da. When girls was on, she she would get a little of, of both sides. The body positive people will be like, "Oh, you go and show your fat self having sex," and then other people are like, "Don't do this. This is this is disgusting. You need. You should lose weight." And we've talked about here how the body positive movement does a, a great disservice to to people because obesity shortens your life expectancy. And so we wouldn't tell the heroin addict, "Go go shoot up heroin. Keep doing it." It's the same thing with obesity. We would tell them if we truly loved them and truly had charity in our heart for them, we would say, you need to lose the weight. Please lose the weight. We love you. Lose the weight. Now, of course, easier said than done. Most overweight people just get more overweight. And even those that lose the weight, 80% will regain the weight. And why? Because we are able to crash diet, but to have a permanent weight loss, like I've had over 32 years, you need to have... And reget, re for lack of a better word, regain your proper relationship with food. And to do that, you got to go look at the childhood trauma. So going back to Lena Dunham, Lena Dunham overweight her whole life. She's you know gifted, I suppose, if you if you think she's good at uh, creating shows from her feminist perspective. But she was dealing with demons. And she was nurturing the pain, mostly with alcohol and to a certain extent with food. Then she realized about five years ago after the show was done that, and she's been in some movies too. I've seen her like in This Is 40, the Judd Apatow movie, and she's done some other ones she did. She got her break doing a movie called Tiny Furniture. She starred and I believe she directed that and wrote it. So... It was mostly booze that she was using to numb the pain, to soothe the pain. It was booze. And then she realized, oh, well, this isn't good for me. I need to be sober. So kudos to her for realizing that. So she gets sober. And then around the time she gets sober, she has been dating Jack Antonoff. So Jack Antonoff is the lead singer of the band Fun whose biggest hit was We Are Young. And later on, he became a very successful songwriter. And he's written a lot of songs for, for example, Taylor Swift. And they broke up. And then he eventually moved on and married recently, like within a week ago, the daughter of Annie McDowell, who was an actress in the 90s. And he married Margaret Qualley, her daughter, who's quite beautiful, slender, attractive girl. So maybe it's a combination of these things, who knows, but she goes sober and is it, is it not surprising that she's gained 30, 40 pounds since then? No. Why? Because see, the thing is like with addictive personalities, you can supplement one thing, but unless you do the deep work, it's just going to manifest itself somewhere else. I think the classic example of this is smokers. You see smokers who finally quit, what normally happens to them? They gain weight. Why? Because they haven't de- dealt with the addiction. They haven't dealt with the, the trauma that led them to smoke in the first place. And so they just turn to a new manifestation, and a new outlet, I should say, to deal with whatever underlying trauma they have. And you see this all the time, right? I'm no longer a gambling addict, and then it's manifested somewhere else. Hair pulling, which is called trichotillophagia. Actually, it's trichotillomania. Trichotillophagia is when you eat your hair, or nail biting, anacophagia You stop doing that, and now you're doing trichotillophagia, right? There's always like needs to be a manifestation when you have this anxiety, this this latent anxiety, and you have an outlet. And for whatever reason, you stop that outlet, either by choice or maybe you can no longer do that outlet. It's gonna manifest somewhere else. And so, with Lena Dunham, I think is a good example of this and that. She was a little, I wouldn't say a little, she was overweight, 20 pounds overweight, but she was boozing it up, which of course contributed to her weight gain, and not eating well. She, in her good conscience, decides to stop drinking five years ago, and now she's very, very overweight. So, what do we learn from Leonard Dunham? Yes, yeah, some of us might not like her politics and her left-wing leaning beliefs, but it's its to look at celebrities, because you don't know my Uncle Juan, it's to look at celebrities and, and use them as examples what we need to do so if you're listening to this it's either because you like health related topics or you're overweight or you were overweight for long-term weight loss we must confront our demons so it's hard it's like three steps number number one when you're overweight is realize and admit that you're overweight it's very hard to do that for some people other people know that they're just stewing and self-loathing so it's not hard for them to admit that they're overweight But for others, they're in denial. Like Lena Dunham, for example, will post. You see Lizzo is another one of these. We have an episode here on Lizzo. They'll just post a lot of bikini-clad photos of them being morbidly overweight. right? So either they're doing that and they're trying to soothe the body-positive adherence, or they really think that they look good that way. And God bless overweight women and men. It's just like, like your spouse would prefer that you were regular weighted. Because that's the natural order of things is regular weighted. We don't want like porridge. Not too hot, Not too. not too skinny. So step one is admitting that you're fat. Step two is admitting that this isn't good for you. That's a big step for a lot of people. Because now we have the body positive outlet. Now we have the body positive movement telling you it's okay, it's okay, it's okay even though deep down you know it's not okay, but now you have an outlet that says, it's okay. It's okay. So you gotta strip away from that BS, that veneer, and be like, I'm overweight, this is not healthy for me, it shortens my life expectancy, I need to do something about it. Then the next step is to realize that you have the disordered relationship with food that's hard too, right? Because, oh no, I have a metabolic, so now I have a glandular problem. So once you strip through that level of BS, then it's, I need to confront that childhood trauma. That is the hard part for a lot of people. Because lots of times with childhood trauma, you might not even remember the childhood trauma. And the other part is, you just have stuffed that so far down. Just like you stuffed those three large pizzas down your gullet. You've stuffed it so far down, you don't want to deal with it. And that's the hard part. But that's what you have to get to. You have to do the deep work. Whether it be therapy or whatever mechanism to confront that. Because you are not going to to permanently keep your weight off and permanently stop drinking or you know whatever outlet because even if you stop drinking and eating poorly it's going to be manifested in drugs weed sex shopping you know it'll come out another way because you haven't dealt with that so it's like that whack-a-mole game you hit one another one pops up you hit one another one pops up so you gotta do the deep work, guys. You have to do the deep work. And the large majority of people have some sort of addiction. And I think some of this has to do that we turn away from God, right? So we, we go to the materialistic world. And ultimately the materialistic postmodernist world is an empty nihilistic world, and we kinda know that. So we try to fill it up with hedonistic stuff to do, but ultimately it's an empty thing. So we're we we get mired in these addictions that ultimately are destructive. And so we need to purge ourselves of these imbalances. Temperance is one of the cardinal virtues. Temperance. A little of everything. Temperance, another another word for it is like moderation, right? We should be moderate in everything. But easier said than done. A lot of people, as they enter their 20s, already have some sort of imbalance towards something. Fantasy football addiction, gambling, shopping, sex, food, alcohol, drugs, you know, whatever it is. And so a lot of this stems from our childhood, attack the childhood trauma to get to a moderation later, later on last thing i want to talk about is some people wonder like why am i only doing one episode a day here at the waking man well i'm building up the catalog of the cinema Rag, my movie podcast i started that in january now we have about 170 episodes i do five a week over there so please go check them out and rate and review i appreciate it rate and review over here if you haven't done so already on apple spotify products There's a link in the episode notes for PayPal, there's a link in the episode notes for the website, which hosts my four feeds, including these two. Until next time, take care.
0: Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.
1: Music attributed to Nine Inch Nails.